truck and hit the road Our land is our home Welcome back to another episode of Arlanders. We appreciate you hanging on. We know we've been a little bit spacey on episodes, but at the end of the day, I'd rather have a cool guest that uh, I know would bring some good value to you guys to listen on your road trip, or if you're getting out for the weekend, or you're working on a cool, cool new graphic. You know, I want Arlanders podcast to make sure that we are giving you some something cool to listen to, something aspirational, and that's what this guest is today. His name is Brian. Uh, we've been following him on Easy Supplies account for quite some time. That account is Solid Woodworks. If you're on YouTube and you've t- probably typed in uh, truck build camper in the back shell or van camper outfitter, most likely this is one of the top videos that has, has popped up for you. He is based out of Huntington Beach, does a really, really amazing clean job with camper outfits, van builds, all that good stuff. Um, has launched a new product to make it a little bit easier for him to pump them out a little bit faster and just make it a little bit more fun for the customer buying them to not have to do a full-blown custom build. It is custom, shipped to you in a kit, and now you can install it in your garage with the simplest tools. He is also now official partner of a new brand called Sandy Vans. Uh, Sandy Vans is based in San Diego, and from scratch, they will buy a Sprinter van, fully kitted out with their own products, and sell you a camp-ready explorer ready this thing these things are insane but just awesome van builds ready to go uh so that's sandy vans and solid woodworks let's get into it with brian thanks dude growing up i think you and i are probably close to age but growing up we would be just stoked to get a beach cruiser or like a fixed bike remember the fixies were cool yeah for a second, i never had one speed. but yeah a lot of friends did and now you walk around these beach towns and all the kids have badass super 73s and i'm like dude that's yeah. those are expensive it's not it's not like a bicycle I mean, like, yeah, those ones are like nearly three grand. Easily, I think, you dude. Know? Mine was like fifteen hundred. It's like a foldable one, but it looks pretty cool. I put like a big old headlight on it and stuff, <laughs> and surf rack and all that. But yeah, they um, those kids because like I'm right there, kind of by Huntington High School. So like every morning, if I'm leaving for work, whatever, I see those kids ripping, ripping down dude. and like they're blowing stop signs and like, like I don't know how long this is gonna last, man. Somebody's <laughs> gonna get hurt. Or yeah, some yeah. Parents gonna petition. You know, it's great in a way because like the kids can get to school that much easier and faster, yeah. and maybe have a sibling on the back or something. Yep, yep. But obviously, you know, if they get a little out of hand, it's, they're gonna get hurt. You so know? jealous though. I wish I had one of those things growing up. Oh, it would have been great. You know, Imagine like. That. But we also, I mean, I had the BMX bike, and we'd like go to little, little dirt jumps too. after school and stuff. Yep. So like that's kind of like because my middle school was like real close ride, and then high school was more of a drive. But um, went to Edison High School, so that yeah. was a little bit further down Magnolia there. But uh, yeah, it, I the e bike. It's probably one of the best fifteen hundred bucks I've spent in a long time. I <laughs> use it, it all the time, man. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Well, dude, uh, Huntington. That's what yep. you said, right? So um Huntington Beach, that's where your shop's based out of too, right? And it, it, yep. you started it there in HB. And then for me, I remember going to Instagram and this is when like the truck build stuff was kind of still pretty like, you know, independent, small businesses doing it, or just people doing it out of their garage, and it was so sick. And you were one of the OGs, I remember, your account, Solid Woodworks, that did steezy camp build-outs in the back of the Forerunners, Tacomas. I remember the Forerunner was, like, the most popular one that you would always post about, right? Yeah, man. Like, I guess, like, kind of going through what you just said there, yeah, I just had these woodworking skills from working for my dad for so long, and uh-huh. he had a shop in Huntington, we had a cabinet shop, and 
he was cool with me doing a couple side jobs when I, you know, wasn't busy with him. And yeah, yeah, people just started doing all this crazy camp. I mean, I shouldn't say like it just happened. Like my dad built a van 30 years ago, right? So <laughs> exactly. it's, like, it's not like a new thing, but uh-huh. it is, you know, gotten much more popular recently. And yeah. yeah, I was building Tacomas, Tundras, Ford F-150s. Like people have little campers on the back or like bigger like Bel Air campers. If you know yeah. that company, they do like kind of... Um, that style, then foreigners, a uh, Subaru, so like anything people brought me, pretty much. Like yeah. I just kind of build it, and then yeah, the foreigner started really sticking out, and mm-hmm. a lot more people liked the, that design and and just the price point and everything. It looked good because you can put that back seat down. That's mm-hmm. funny because you, you, so your dad grew up in HB too. Uh, he grew up in like Cyprus, so Cyprus, close. Okay. Yeah, and he actually came and surved here in Seal Beach, right out front. Yeah, like dude. that's where he learned to surf, and yep. um, he just after he finally got old enough to like you know have his own job and you know move out. My him and my mom moved to kind of right by Bellaterra off a of beach in like uh what McFadden or Edginger or yeah, whatever. Yeah, right and off that freeway. Yeah. And then like when they were finally able to buy a house, they're actually looking at the condos on Northside Huntington. Okay. And it was like the same price as a house two and a half miles inland with Whoa. a garage and a yard. And like so he's like, yeah, well he like they used to have like a little wakeboard boat yeah, and, like yeah. a, and like a jet ski and they like wanted like, you know, they're gonna have a family. Like should we have a family on the beach right here with like no parking, no yard, you know? Like yeah. So yeah, they got this house right off of yeah, two and a half miles from the pier there. I and love that dude. Yeah, and that's just yeah, where they it's funny started a family. Pops, like you, the the idea that you were working with your pops, right? That yeah. got you into the woodworking stuff. But like you mentioned, dude, in the sixties, like especially in this area they slept in their cars yeah it wasn't necessarily considered like an industry thing but it was just like what you did yeah and then i feel like once instagram came out right and then everyone started doing like hashtag adventure mobile and van life and stuff then it gets trendy but yeah you you talk to these old cats that have been camping and going down to mexico for like years and years and like oh yeah i did that when i was 20 years old too yeah man, <laughs> just, <it's, laughs> we didn't take pictures of it yeah i'm not sure why it's so much more popular now than it was back then or i mean obviously there's just more content out about it mm-hmm. but i mean it was the same in australia when i went to when i went to australia my first time like seven years ago or something like that, everybody was building and living in vans it, it's big in australia yeah huh? i almost think they kind of started this van life thing a little bit you yeah. know because um, and they had van rental companies there. There's nobody renting vans in a sh- in America eight years ago. Nope. And I was like, I'm coming back. I'm making a van rental company. And did I got you, back. And did I, you make it? I never did a van rental company, but I started building a lot of vans. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna save enough money to build to build a couple vans and rent them out. And then I just was stuck with a travel bug. So I'd get <laughs> I get you know ten twenty grand in my account. I'm like I need to leave for <laughs> four months and surf yeah. the world. You know, so yeah, I never yeah. that never came about. But nowadays uh it has but um yeah it's it's now exactly that it's like i think it wasn't cool back then because it like the photography wasn't like as as quick i feel like photographers back then were like very industry focused or like you know you did portraits you shot landscape and now it's like everyone can pick up a camera and make a dope instagram account and that's why it's popular but then yeah australia new New zealand has a really big culture of that too oh yeah have you been to new zealand not yet no okay i feel like you would love new zealand dude. yeah i have a lot of a lot of friends from australia who go there and stuff and i did tasmania which is just off of um australia and i feel like it was very looked like new zealand i've been to scotland which i feel like looks like i've you been a lot scotland? of places that looks like new zealand but i've never <laughs> been there and uh-huh. i met some kiwis the other day we sold a sandy van too actually and they're Sick. like I'm like, oh yeah, I spent a couple years in Australia. Like, I had a mate to New Zealand, and they're like, "What are you doing, mate? You know, like, you need to be to New Zealand. Australia sucks." You know, like, <laughs> just because it's like there's so many people for them in yeah. Australia versus New Zealand. There's yeah, nobody, yeah. but like, no, it, it's on the list for sure. And I think you'd, maybe you'd I'll love maybe it. I'll get a van over there, rent one or something. But yeah, yeah just because I love the surf and snow and all that, so yeah, it's perfect for that. I'm excited for you. I think just being being kind of like outsider looking in, 
at just strictly solid woodworks. I didn't actually meet you until I think V V might have introduced us. No, exactly. Yeah, I'd always like. I think we'd follow each other for a while, and I met yeah V Viteche or however you say his yeah. name, <laughs> legend. He's a super cool guy. I don't see him too much anymore, but um, he would always talk about you when he stopped by my shop to pick up some hardware or whatever yeah. and um, get some in, intel on, you know, I was giving him a bunch of, as much information as I could because I was stoked on how he was starting to build stuff, you know, and I was like, hey man, I'll pass you some work because I just get a lot of like, you know, One inquiries and stuff through the YouTube and the Instagram and all that and um, I think he just got slowly got over that and he just got really into the, obviously the, all the um, Toyota old Toyota stuff. stuff, which was super cool too because I had a first gen forerunner. I okay. drove on a pretty large trip down to Central America and Sick. so we kind of hit on that and yeah, we we don't really chat too much anymore, but we have a lot in common and yeah, that's I think how we met through your um kind of collab with the uh, um the Overland Swap over yep. there in Long Beach. Sweet yeah. to see you come out there. You had your table set up. You just look super clean. I so the Solid Woodworks is still a functioning business, right? Solid Woodworks takes up, I'd say yes, 75% of my you know, my time now, my workflow nowadays, for okay. sure. It's just the possibilities are endless with it. And yeah. I have so many ideas. I'm took me a while to kind of delegate. Yeah. But I'm starting to get to that point of delegating now. And it, it helps out a lot because yeah, I dude. thought I could do it all myself, but I can't. <laughs> you can. when you started doing the kits, man. Yeah, I, you right can, but it just takes kits. forever to do it all yourself, right? Like, I mean, that's why Elon's so successful delegating and, yeah. ti- and you know, time for, uh, timelines, you know, not timelines, I should say, but... uh. Um, d- you know, due dates, you know, like, uh, um, you know, you need to have like a date on when this needs to be done or else it'll take you years. You Forever. Know? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still, yeah, I'm stoked to see that. And obviously with Sandy Vans, you're going to take, you're taking off the Big Bird this weekend for that yeah, company, leave, right? Either tonight or tomorrow morning to head up to the, it's the last, uh, one they have this year. Okay. I've been to it a couple years in a row just to check it out and just kind of see what was out there when I was still doing the custom van conversions. But, uh-huh. um, took a year off since I put so much time in this in the solid woodworks which kind of went towards the small vehicle like mm-hmm. conversion kits right yeah. um and yeah so now that I'm involved with a with another company um we uh we're specializing custom van, or not custom but we specialize in adventure vans so yeah we Fully need to done. go up there exactly so our business at the moment is um we're kind of calling them like luxury you know adventure vans so sick, sick. they're they're more of like a um like a social layout, it's got a big U-shaped dinette in the back, and then um, you know, kind of the fold-down you know uh, table and seats to make a big, large bed. Um, but they're four-wheel drive, off-road tires. You know, the roof rack to put all your gear up top. We yep. have different accessories on where to mount gear on the back. We have a cool thing coming out called the boost box. You can put all your snowboard surfboards in there, all like you know, exterior box, almost like a tule rack on your roof, but on the back of your door. Love that. So you can actually get all your wet gear outside, so you're not smelling it and getting the inside all wet and stuff. So. Whoa. So that's yeah. going to go in one of those, you know where the, the back door is, right? Yeah. Now, are you doing only uh, sprinters or are you doing sprinters and the transit? We're just doing sprinters at the moment. Okay. Um, it just seemed like one of the more popular vehicles yeah. and, um, you know, a true, the hat, you know, true four-wheel drive. They're obviously turning all-wheel drive next year, I guess, but um, it's just kind of where we started, yeah. Yeah, um, they're popular. I feel like yeah, when you... they're good look. There are a lot of, a lot of accessories for them, you know, and yeah. um, there are like a lot of things that kind of are it's not plug and play, but a lot of bolt holes and stuff you can kind of work off of, you know, instead of some okay. other vehicles, you're going to kind of modify and drill into a little bit more, but yeah, I do yeah. like your, the transits though. Yeah. I love my transit. Yeah. Like dude, the idea that like you can take that transit, let's yeah. just say you do a sick road trip all the way to like the keys or, mm-hmm. you know, New York guarantee you're going to run into so many Ford dealerships on the way. So if anything go to bus, it's like, 
way more affordable and guaranteed to be more Ford dealerships than Mercedes dealerships. That is, yeah, definitely one of the bigger things I thought about when buying my my own personal Ford Transit I've had for a couple of years now, and Super my dad steezy. has one too. Yeah, it's, it's a good looking van. It's just not four wheel drive, and I. So I just bought a brand new four wheel drive Did Sprinter you? actually a couple <laughs> about a month ago. I haven't even touched it. It's just sitting. I've got parts for it. I just haven't had time to even start wrenching on it. But yeah. um, I, I've been down to Baja now. All driven all way to Cabo twice this year. Um, and I've buried that transit to the axle three times. So yeah. it, it's not fun, you know, three hours of digging out, you know. <laughs> it's and, a big and, ass van. And I, I've been out in the desert and off-roaded dirt bike and all that my whole life. So I can figure out a way to get a car out. You know, it's just, it just takes time, you know, yeah. and a lot of tracks, a lot of airing down, a lot of just just the right time, the right gas at the right time, you know? Um, but yeah, I just don't want to really deal with that anymore. I so. see. I mean, I feel that. And you can still sell your two-wheel drive for good money, dude. I think I will be able to. It's, it's got a pretty kit. cool, yeah, setup in it, and it's good for the adventure. You know, you can fit your two dirt bikes in there. You can fit your snowboards. You can, yeah, it's a little, it's not the high roof, so it's, you know, you can only, you know, five, eight, five, nine in there. What's, you, uh, how, many, how many miles does it have on it? It's about... Maybe like mid eighties or eighty five, dude. Maybe, almost ninety thousand, maybe. So if you're interested in buying a two wheel drive for transit, yeah, hit up the homie Brian. Me, yeah. at It'll Solid probably Works. be for sale by the end of the year, I think. Let's yeah, see you, I, dude. I'm kind of scared to get rid of it because I have this new van has nothing in it. So I'm like, I'm just like such a FOMO guy where, like, if there's something happening this weekend or there's snow dumps, like, I want to drive all over to Mammoth and yeah, you know, obviously having a fully built out van makes it that much cheaper and easier in a way than not having to get hotels and sort all that out last minute you know it's got the de- the heater in there and all that and fridge and whatnot and sink outdoor shower but um when'd you build that thing yeah that thing has been a project I and mean, i've rebuilt it a couple of times like i've okay. literally like built it and then lived like used it for a year and then like like no i need to rebuild this entire kitchenette or i need to rebuild this or add that and so the most recent rendering i rebuilt earlier this year in january 2022 and took it for two months down to Baja. Yeah. Okay. Cause I feel like dude, your skill sets and you can attest to this, right. As like a woodworker, I feel like every year your design abilities, your, like your creative abilities, they probably just get better. Right. Yeah. Like it's funny actually. Um, I was telling, <laughs> talking to this about a friend the other day. Cause I mean, I spent, I mean, a long time in my life, like from, you know, I, I was picking up tools at five, six years old, like working in my dad's shop and yeah. helping him with projects. And I started working for him when I was about 16. When I got my license. I could drive to the shop after after high school, right? Yeah. I worked for him from 16 to, you know, probably almost 25, 26, almost 10 years, you know, I mean, yeah. on and off through traveling or like, you know, little projects I had here and there. But, and then now in the last couple, like last year, I've been like packaging all these forerunner kits and running around and manufacturing and doing all these different things to so like the other day I had a joke with my buddy I'm like I don't know if I'm a woodworker anymore or a packager you know like <laughs> you're a freaking I, entrepreneur I'm, yeah exactly entrepreneur <laughs> does that but like I just can't remember the last time I, I mean I've been building things here and there the last couple of months but like not like a full custom something so it's like yeah I should say I lost it but like it might take me an extra couple of minutes to like you know kind of get that down but um that second I nature. still would imagine I would be able to build a lot more than you know a lot of people out there so Dude. Um, and it does like I do get really stoked on some projects once in a while. You know, I completely stopped taking on any work other than these pre-cut kits, but I've taken on a couple of small projects for friends in the last couple of months. So it's just obviously extra money and and it keeps my skill sets going. It keeps my mind going, you know, and I can find inspiration and maybe just build a simple, you know, vanity kitchenette for somebody, a vanity uh, sink uh, bathroom cabinet for a friend versus, you know, something else that just keeps the mind going, you know? Yeah. I mean, at some point that is the goal. Like you had mentioned the whole Tesla thing, like, 
you don't want to be extremely hands-on 24 7 doing custom builds because that there's a ton of money in that like as you know in custom cabinetry yeah. for homes you can have high-end homes the cabinets are going to be expensive and it's it's definitely going to turn a profit for the for the company but like if you just have the pre-cut cabinets and you just go and you can just pump them out without you always having to go and measure them it's like mm-hmm. I feel like you can just progress and then take on other projects like sandy vans like you're doing, other stuff like that versus always having to have tools in your hand and not being able to like really give yourself a break. Because I feel like as, you, as you've as you kind of told me your story quickly, the, the life balance, you kind of either were like fully on work mode or you're like, fuck it, I'm going traveling. There was like a, a funky balance going on. Yeah, huh? man, I think that's just uh you know thinking on it now is like just how my life has kind of been like my parents never forced me to do like one thing you know like oh you're doing football and you're getting a scholarship you know like <laughs> so like, i mean i played like hockey most of my life actually and then yeah. when i got to high school like it came to the point where like all right you're either gonna go four days a week practice ice hockey uh-huh. and you know you're gonna get a you know get into a college or you just gonna you know, play once a week like on the high school team and, and or rec league or whatever yeah and, I was like, for sure, I'm playing once a week. I want to go surf on the weekends. I still want to go to the desert and dirt bike ride. I don't want to be that kid that can't do other things. You know, it's like I always, you know, my family were fortunate enough to like go more into action sports than like the actual, you know, kind of soccer, football, basketball. So like, you know, um, in the winter, we would go, you know, a couple times snowboard trips to Bear or Mammoth. And then we'd go to the desert every three or four weekends and toy hauler, dirt bikes, side by sides, all that. And then in the summer, we would go on one surf trip to, you know, Costa Rica or Cabo or Hawaii. And then we'd go on three or four trips to Lake Havasu yeah. or something like that. So, like, we Sick. were always doing that kind of thing. So, like, I guess now that I'm older, it's like, I can't see myself just, just building custom cabinets or, or or just doing pre-cut kits. I just need to be, that kind of, have multiple things going on. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Give yourself that leeway. That It's also the creative freedom for sure. Yeah. But, like, if you were only, like... All Sandy Vans does is this. That's it. Yeah. I feel like you would just go crazy after a while. Dude, you know? I don't know how people do the same job for 30, their whole life. No. Like, that was one thing. Some like, people are good I, at it, though. <laughs> some people are either good at it or they like the stability yeah. or, the or they don't know any different because it's kind of, you know, I mean, all of our parents, there's a lot of people like that. Now yeah. it's our generation or the last, you know, five years is changing that, right? But um, yeah, that was one thing I realized young when I was like a senior in college, sorry, senior in high school. And um, my teacher, like, you know, last month of school, like, all right, you know, this is how to make an application for college. I'm like, the fuck is she talking about? Like, yeah. I'm not going to college. Like, yeah. I just did like 14 years of school. You want me to go do another five and I'm an yep. adult? Like, so I was like, right then and there, I'm like, no, I'm not. I mean, I ended up doing a little bit of surf traveling after, you know, high school and then kind of went to community college a little bit, got a graphic design degree and like some of these things. And I was like, and I tried to draft a graphic design. I sat at a computer for a month straight and I'm like, this is stupid. I yeah. need to be back with my hands. So I'm like, 100%. you always got to be like, you know, open to new things. I mean, that's how my mind works. Obviously everybody's yeah. different, but um, I think you have a lot more opportunity trying more things, you know, yeah. more things once than, you know, only, you know, one job the whole life. So the graphic design thing, that's funny. I, I thought for sure I was going to be a graphic designer. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I can tell you're super creative clearly, but you're a lot more on the physical aspect of it. Right. Yeah. Um, but like I, I also loved art and painting and stuff and all that good stuff, but it really came down to like, I, I needed something physical. Like I can't just stare at a, I, I enjoy graphic design and, yeah. you know, web design and stuff, but I need that other side. You need of, the, of almost business. the end product to be physical that you're holding. Yeah, you know, dude. Like, I can't imagine just setting uh, illustrator files day after day and that's all you ever saw. You that's what I did. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> dude, the graphic design, don't get me wrong, is it's rad. honestly the best 
one of the best things I think anybody can do for themselves, especially if they're an entrepreneur, because dude, yes. I've saved so much money knowing Illustrator, Photoshop, you know, um, Premiere, like all this stuff, man. Like I've saved so much money in all the little businesses and stuff. You know, I said I had a screen printing business for a little bit and saw Woodworks and then like um, uh, Sandy Vans have helped out quite a bit. You know, my, my girlfriend like runs like a pretty cool like, you know, boat, um, electric motor boat business called Newport Vessels and I've okay. given her a couple little, um, you know, tidbits of information on how to like fix this logo or do that. And dude, if you have a little bit of knowledge in Photoshop or Illustrator, like you can do a lot, you You're know, just stoked. in your life as well, you know, and um, I think that's that's good for any business person to be honest with that's you. That's a that's a, a nice that's a nice point that I feel yeah. like gets glazed over quick. Is that when people want to start businesses, dude? Yeah, it, shit adds up really quick. Yeah. you know, like oh, I have to pay a web designer, then I have to get a logo made and want to run a run of shirts. Mm-hmm. It's like the more you know and the more you can do yourself in the beginning, it's gonna save you a lot of money. Just like the the vocabulary as well on, huge. on how to you know explain to somebody how to change like something in the graphic world, right? Yeah. And, I've been really excited to learn a lot more about that in the last, you know, year with Sandy Bands. We're doing a lot of manufacturing with metal, and okay. I'm some completely fish out of water in the metal, <laughs> the metal world, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I was in a wood shop with these types of tools, and metal is a completely different type of set of tools, you know, and bending and the different tolerances and like the different malleable or bendable materials and and stuff and uh, thicknesses and. I've just been loving learning more about metal and manufacturing Sick, metal. And dude. I'm kind of heading manufacturing the metal side of things for Sandy Vans right now. So it's like so cool. Like it's just like, just how you said, like I can't stick to that. I need to like slowly, yeah. like, you know, just like Elon, I'm sure he didn't know shit about metal when he like went yeah. to go for an engineering to, before he got into engineering, you know, but now the guy can, you know. He didn't know anything probably about batteries, you yeah. know, he was, he's doing everything. But I think the metal one's a good point because with the rig caddy, we're getting it made. Yeah locally now so i can be a lot more hands-on with the whole yeah. process and uh luckily our engineer is also just a, a really good homie of mine yeah. that works for like works with easy and it's kind of fun to learn like what a fillet versus like you know a, i think it was a champler versus like a filleted corner that, that the bends you mean the bends okay. dude yeah. and just like the the thickness of aluminum like yeah. that's all shit where although it's not necessarily going to you know be the most helpful information on the line i think it's just nice to know because you never know it could come in handy you know not only that but like it makes you look at the world so much differently like <laughs> yeah for instance when i look at things now i'm like oh that's why it's bent it's mm-hmm. so much stronger when it's bent and i i just never thought about that especially if it's like a long like when i looked at it, i'm like oh like when you need to build a deck you need to have all your two by tens vertical because that's strength in wood it's similar in 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 metal but can also you just put one bend in it and now it's like three times the strength it's Damn. crazy you know are you guys doing the racks yourselves in-house or are you guys like outsourcing what like what are you guys actually manufacturing in the sandy vans sandy vans um in the beginning i was manufacturing all the wood all yeah. the cabinets um wall panel kits and all that but then once we've dialed all those in in the first three or four vans uh-huh. we, now they're all cad files so now we just have people cnc them Sick. and we have a you know a couple shops we work with that either cnc all the cabinets we we build them or it depends on like what the time frame of that van build is. But yeah, yeah the, the goal is to have, you know, every, I mean, everything is pretty much to the point where yeah, it gets built and then we have either them install or we install depending on how specific that van is. But okay. um, almost every single part of the Sandy van is in a CAD file, which is pretty awesome. What? And that's taken us hands on a year, four of us just hustling to get to that point. The Congrats, roof racks are, uh, are similar to like, um, you know, I mean like, some of the other kind of roof racks you see on SUVs and stuff, but it just works so easily and it's so light and that's like aluminum, you know, that's, you know, laser or water cut. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the extruded 
you know, 80, 20 in the middle, but it just, it's so easy with trying to be able to move things around and be more versatile and, you know, so you guys aren't putting like a front runner rack on it and then this inside and this, or are you guys just, no, yeah. Like there's no, like we make the roof racks hundred percent ourselves, wow. um, here in, you know, Orange County. Yeah. And, and then we obviously order the 80, 20 from a couple of distributors, but, Sick, um, yeah, dude. it's pretty cool. And like, I've had ideas of making racks like that. Cause like, I wanted that style rack for my Ford Transit and nobody had it. So I was literally walking around to all my friends like, hey, can you make this, can you make this, can you make this? And almost about to pull the trigger on it. And then this company in Colorado came out with a f transit rack just like what I wanted to do. Is it tubular? No, it's a. F it's just like, it's like a Prinzu, you know, where you okay. have the side panels and then you have the 80-20 in the middle and then Sick. a fairing. Okay. And this company in Colorado had that rack, ABC Adventure Van Company, you know, they're in Colorado, they make vans and stuff. And okay. so I actually hit them up and I got one from them and got to do a cool little video about it. And I love yeah. the rack of my van and we're doing similar designs and, and a lot of people are for the vans and the, the Tacomas, the Forerunners, every car has that kind of style rack, you know? And yeah. So our difference is just different add-ons and stuff, right? Cool, and, man. and different um, designs, I guess, of it, you know? You yeah. can change anything in a CAD file, which is pretty cool. I'm I love a little that. bit about that too. That See, that's one thing I wish I actually was really well-versed at was CAD. Dude, That yeah. the world of CAD is sick. Yeah. It's insane how you can hit, like, go into that file and explode it. And you can look at how like intricate everything is, and it's like, it's all math too. It's all ran by numbers, which mm -hmm. is the trippiest. And you click on it, and it'll give you every freaking dimension and diameter. Yeah, you can set par parameters to where if you know you make this shelf wider, um, the back will get wider, and the the jams will get wider, and just like you can just. It just makes everything so much faster. Like my dad still draws every one of his kitchens like by hand. Seriously? Yeah, on these huge drafting, you know, piece of like paper. One of those draft tables. Exactly. Huh? Huge table he's got set up at his house, and uh, you know he just loves it, man. He took drafting at Golden West College right here, and it's just old school like yeah. that. And he does every single calculation himself, sends that to his cabinet guy, and boom, it's done. You know, and um, it's it's pretty funny. And and I did that as well when I built all my first things. Yeah. You know, and it's pretty pretty handy to have because I mean. It's just so funny how people just, I don't know, it, it could be such a huge undertaking building a cabinet, mm -hmm. but if you just break it down to like three or four steps, it, it's pretty easy. It's literally just math. You yeah. Know? Love it, dude. Okay. So if Sandy Vans had to collaborate, right? Like you guys are going to release a whole new line. Let's just say at Big Bear. Okay. Who would be like a dream collaboration for you? Company For like a product or something? No, like, a, like you reached out to... It could be anyone, Apple, Tesla, okay. like a, just a, a crazy collaboration with Sandy Vans. Mm, that's a really good question that might take me a second to think about. Um, or everybody involved in Sandy Vans, uh -huh. um, uh, blind investors and just day-to-day -day guys, we're all adventure, uh, sorry, action sports adventure guys. Yep. So I like, to, I like to do everything, <laughs> surf kite surf dirt bike snowboard mountain bike like it's all of that's it. pretty much the five right now that i'm pretty into uh -huh. my other buddies are pretty in mostly kite surf surf you know and then one of our buddies a real good bmxer okay um steven stolt he's down in san diego he's an awesome builder as well down there that came join the team and then our, our investors are kite surfer surfer guys and so you guys all so have I, that i'd knack. say we would yeah i'd say we'd have like a advent an action sports company that we would partner up with would be pretty awesome because then we could have awesome, like just like little tendencies here, not tendencies, but little pieces of the van that would like, just like pop out. Like, okay, maybe you open the back door and there's a, you flip it out and it's a mountain bike, like, um, you know, uh, holder. So you can Sick. work on your mountain bike right there or something, you know, and we have ideas like this, right? I love it. Like so, if like, it was like Burton. Like, yeah, and you guys honestly, did their, yeah. Burton or like, yeah, Hurley or I don't know. I'm trying to think of a company who does multiple sports, you know, like, like 
company like Fox, they do mountain bike and and that would be sick. I don't know who does. Fox does. Fox does. Yeah, uh, mountain bike. I think they dirt bike. You know those companies when they freaking they were in surf, not anymore. I I think they cut that. Yeah, or maybe what did Fox start with? Wasn't it just Moto? Fox did Moto. They were sponsoring wakeboarders. They, they were? Came, they came out with a snowboard line. I had a snowboard jacket from Fox back in the day. Kind of fire? It was actually pretty cool. It's actually more of a moto jacket now, but it's actually a pretty sweet jacket. I mean, when you get to that level of like manufacturing, like you can, you make, can anything, make anything, right? Yeah. So I'm actually like look, um, watching, I don't know if you're too much in the surfing, but I'm super into the WSL and everything now, but uh, and Stab Mag is like one of my favorites. And okay. they just came out with like, how do surfers get paid? Is okay. a whole series they came out with. Sick. The last episode was about how Nike came into surfing. Okay. And and they talk they touch on like how Nike came into surfing, they started buying up all these people, but they kind of partnered with Hurley or yes. or there was a buyout with Hurley or something weird. So you either rode for Hurley or rode for Nike. And the guys who rode for Nike, dude, they had like their house in, in on the North Shore during the winter and had like sh- catered chefs and the guys rode for Hurley, which is kind of the same company, like eating pizza and all this stuff. And there's this funny like at the at this point, like Nike and Hurley collabed. Now all the surfers from Hurley got all the privileges Nike, Nike surfers did, had yeah. and stuff. And it's like just like if you, I mean, I remember like you know the guys from Hurley, all the managers and stuff. Like once we got part of Nike, like we got all these spreadsheets and all these things of like this is how you build a business, this is how you market, this is how like when you get to that point, you could just do it with any sport. Totally. You know? So it's kind of plug and play. Yeah. So I mean, I I know there's probably some companies who went quite across the board obviously like red bull you know but like they're not really much of a manufacturing company they're no. more of a media house right yeah but um yeah i think we'd be able to collab with like a company like that was making multiple discipline action sports and, and i don't know if i have and the exact have, like, name right now like one band that did all of it under exactly it. i don't know so if i want to say patagonia because we're not like i shouldn't say we're super eco conscious yet you yeah know? but like kind of like a cool action sports company like that i, like I think that would answer. Be pretty pretty good yeah um it, yeah, I, that's, that's a good idea. Like we might have to look out for somebody and see if we can. Uh, well, dude, I mean, all these. I know companies... you're the king of collabs, so we might have to take <laughs> a page of your your book, man. I, I love. I think collaborations are the best way to organically enter into the, a different realm, because if you, I think the only issue I remember because when Nike started getting into surf, mm-hmm. they just wanted to put Nike logos on everything. Yeah, which was cool, but. I think once they merged it with Hurley, it felt a little bit more organic because it's yeah. like you can't really force your way into a community. You kind of have to like settle, be a part of it, see how they operate mm-hmm. and then offer something back to it. You yeah, know? that's kind of what they explained in that in this uh, episode. Um, what was the what was the show? It, uh, it's called it's literally called How Do Surfers Get Paid? From Stab? And, and that's by Stab Mag. It's you have to be a premium Stab member, 70 bucks a year, whatever it is. But I think it's on, I pay it every year. It's pretty honestly awesome if you're into Sick. surfing, right? But, yeah. um, and it was kind of how you explain that's how they got into it. They like, like oh, like we're going to go into Hurley, make an offer to buy Hurley. And they, and they bought them or they acquired part of them. I don't remember exactly. It was a couple weeks ago I watched it, but it was that they had Nike footwear and then they had Nike technology and they had Nike on the nose of the board and they had like Hurley somewhere else on the board or something yeah. like there was this weird collab like that. And, um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, like to this day, one of the most comfy pair of board shorts I've ever had was a Nike pair of board shorts, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was so thin in the material and like the pocket kind of fell out a little bit, but like everything else about it was just perfectly Perfect. fitting. It was Damn. so crazy, you know? And that was some um, of my favorite shit that when I, I always loved Hurley. I think Hurley is a dope brand. I've loved him as well. Bob yeah. Hurley's iconic. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole lineage of Hurley is super rad, but yeah. when they, when Nike entered the picture and they started doing like Hurley dry fit shit, yeah. that was cool, dude. I like, have a lot of that stuff still. It's 
it was because I don't I don't really assimilate myself in Nike. You know, I'm not like a I don't I feel like if I'm wearing Nike, I feel like I need to be like working out or something. Mm-hmm. But Hurley, I feel like is way more lifestyle. But you still had the material of like dry fit this, yeah. all like their technical features. But yeah. with the Hurley look, it was sick. It was I'm just, stoked you brought that up. No, it's cool. It's, I mean, I know you're like you know a threads guy, and like I I you know definitely interested in that world, having some of that screen printing background. But like. I'm getting back into it with kind of some, hopefully coming out with some of my own little solid woodworks apparel soon. I so. think it's a good idea. I don't yeah. want to spill the beans, but I think you're onto something. Yeah. Everyone likes repping their shit, man. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Well, I just love, I mean, I don't know how to explain this without like, so I'm really forward <laughs> sometimes with how I talk, but like <laughs> you, just like, you do apparel with like not really selling any physical like thing. You got the, the rig caddy, right? But you built easy with like, as it just the, a lifestyle. Just the idea, right? Yeah. And and I already have the products and stuff. Now I'm kind of late to apparel thing, but like I'm trying to make it, so that it is a little bit, you know, like oh, if I buy that, then yeah, of course I'd buy that shirt, you know, like and yeah. just kind of like slowly slide it in there, you know, and might as well if I'm already this far along. But um, yeah, there's some people who who just start obviously apparel lifestyle brands and stuff. It's harder. And it's it's much it's, harder. I you think know? it's way harder to try to yeah bring to the because. All these companies that are just strictly a lifestyle apparel brand, they're selling someone the idea of like what their brand represents yeah. and like how you how you want to be a part of it. But for like Solid Woodworks, I remember seeing it. I would have for sure repped a sick Solid Woodworks shirt that said mm-hmm. "Handmade in Huntington Beach," you yeah. know, camper outfitter. Yeah. Because if someone asks what it is, I don't have to explain that it's a brand. I'm just like, oh, they do camper outfitters and they're yeah. in Huntington. It's a vibe. Like Harbor Surfboards, they made surfboards. Mm-hmm. So then they, the apparel kind of came a little bit easier. So if you yeah. started releasing like sick little collections, yeah, I actually would lately I've been way more stoked to rep a brand that makes something, not just like this shirt. I'm wearing a Raceline wheel shirt. I'd yeah. rather wear this shirt versus just a lifestyle brand yeah. that doesn't actually make anything. Yeah, that's the thing is like I have so many friends that like they know what I do. They know my company and everything. But like I have like a hat and I've got like a, a work shirt, but I don't have like any like I'd love to wear my own company shirt yeah. out to the bars or something like that or out somewhere, but I don't. That one's yeah, clean. This one's pretty clean. This is like one of our first production runs for Sandy Vans, but like we have some more things coming out as well. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I'd like to like, love to give friends or, you know, have, you know, have shirts for that people can wear that like, you know, kind of goes with the theme of like what my business is and, and yeah. the adventure and, you know, like my product gets people out there camping easier, you know, yeah. and, and affordable and stuff. So I it's, love it, dude. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm going with. So you'll see some stuff in the next couple of, uh, Hit me by, up. by end of 2022. You know, yeah. I'm always down to help. Yeah. I, I love that's yeah. With the hats and stuff, man. I, lo- I love, uh, I guess this is a collab. <laughs> it is kind of a collab. Yeah. We're going to take a break from this episode with Brian from Solid Woodworks and Sandy Vans to thank the sponsor of this episode, which is Nomad Wheels. If you've been to Overland Expo, whether it was PNW or West, you've most likely seen their setup there and you've heard of us talk about Nomad Wheels. Why are we excited about Nomad Wheels? Well, fresh, something different, a different approach to the traditional off-road wheel that we're being sold to. Um, they're clean. They're extremely well-made with their form light technology. And the hardest thing is we were, we've been promoting them, but you know they really weren't available just yet. You could have pre-ordered them, but that has all changed. Their 501 Convoy is one of their favorite or fan favorite wheels. All sizes, all finishes now in stock. 501 Convoys, select sizes in stock. And their 503 Saharas, which is one of my personal favorites, all sizes, all finishes, now in stock. If you want some love at checkout, use rlanders15 at checkout, and that'll give you a discount on these wheels. Uh, Go ahead and follow them, Nomad Wheels on Instagram. Check them out on their website. If you're going to SEMA, 
go ahead and check them out. You're, you'll be stoked to see them on some, you know, they do a lot of vintage uh, inspiration, but they do fit a good modern build as well. Thank you, Nomad Wheels, for sponsoring this episode and supporting Arlander's podcast. If you've been listening to Arlander's podcast for quite some time, you will know that we run a brand called Easy Supplies. Easy Supplies is the makers of the Rig Caddy, which is a way to make camping easier. Put gear on the side of your car without scratching your paint, put it on the side of your Traeger grill, put it inside of your workshop, you name it. This thing is so multifunctional. It is awesome. Good news for this holiday season is we're releasing a full new line of rig caddies uh, that are the perfect gift giving item. They're going to be singular items, cup holders, S hook holders for cooking, um, you name it. There's going to be one that you would most likely see and say, I have use for that. Supplies.com and you'll see the new product line that we have coming hopefully in the next week or so. Thank you again. And let's get back into the podcast with Brian from Solid Woodworks. I want to get back to the Solid Woodworks kits that you were doing because those kits were sick. I actually haven't actually, I, the first time I saw someone open it and then set it up, you posted on your Instagram or something recently, okay. right? Yeah. It was like they did a, a hyper or a time lapse. Time lapse. Yeah, that was awesome for that customer. Yeah. It looks so easy, dude. Yeah. All you needed was a drill, right? So if someone yes. buys a, a kit from you, what do they need technically to put it together? So I can't remember if I sent them a version one or two for that video, but so over the last like, you know, year and a bit coming up with this design of this kid and working with my CNC shop and everything, it's it's like, you know, morphed in a lot of other things. And actually, right. even today, I had a revelation. I went to the CNC shop and like, we need to get on this ASAP. So that'll be coming <laughs> out hopefully in the next like couple of weeks or month. Because um, I like to like, you know, do it. I'm like, all right, that's, you know, it could be perfect the first time. But I'm like, well, let's make it two other ways yeah, and yeah. just see, you know. But um, yeah, if somebody buys a pre-cut kit now, I have upgraded all these T-nuts and, and, and just better hardware that's like stronger and just won't back out and all this stuff that just testing, that's what testing does, you know. Mm-hmm. And um just like other companies have recalls and stuff or whatever because they just didn't go right the first time or something. But uh-huh. um, they the new kit now, pretty much all you need is a hammer and a drill motor. And if you wanted to make the kit a little bit stronger, some wood glue. Really? Um, That's it? That's perfect. And you are... So someone yeah. someone stoked. Grom, adult, whatever. Probably during COVID, you were crushing it because everyone was trying to build out their cars, right? Yeah, COVID did pretty well for me yeah yes, yeah i think for mo- if people i had a there's a podcast episode with the guy that makes the ultra swing jason denny what's that it goes uh, in the hitch and you can put uh-huh. your spare tire on it and oh okay it into like yeah a i've camp seen table those and stuff. okay but he was that was one of the things that he brought up it was like yeah. if you stuck stuck to it during COVID and you didn't like back out and freak out like everyone else did like dude most outdoor companies boom so hard during it so during that when you were sending these kits like essentially all it is is like you get a box says solid works on it mm-hmm. you open it up kind of like an ikea style right do instructions and then it's perfect for your forerunner tacoma what right exactly so i mean i as much as like i hate saying it's ikea it, it, it is that's exactly what i say though is it is the ikea uh system for car camping is pretty much the best way to explain so it sick. you know for somebody who has absolutely no idea uh-huh. um so yeah i mean uh, the kit, the box comes in a, in a, the whole drawer system comes in a kit and now on my website, you can 
choose between you know which generation foreigner you have uh if you want false tops if you want you know a bed system you want the cubbies if you want you know a, a fridge slide all these different things super easy little um um like drop image down. thumbnails uh -huh. they're actually all like little image swatches now which okay. uh, i don't know if you've seen it recently but it's pretty sick okay i just found it uh this add-on for shopify now and um it's just it's that simple it's like almost a build your own kit but like it doesn't add it onto the photo like a you know like a toyota dealership you know build your own foreigner <laughs> yeah it's a you know still get the point across a lot quicker and um and yeah, boom, check out, you know, shipping's pretty, I think pretty fair, you know, because um, yeah. these things do weigh quite a bit, you know, and I ship them in a couple different ways. You know, I ship the box, I ship the drawer size separately, so don't mess up what's in the box and everything. And they're pretty heavy as well. And yeah. I already have a fulfillment center for all my drawer slides. So it, it works out pretty well like that. And then, yeah, you boom, you open the box. There's no instructions in the box. I actually okay. have a full-on YouTube video that's 30 minutes long. Check out his YouTube. Yeah. Sol it's just Solid Woodworks. YouTube.com slash Solid Woodworks. You, you'll find it no problem. Works with an X, WRX. And um, yeah, you just follow that video, it's 30 minutes, and it literally shows you every piece. I explain it really well. I tell you, I even have tips just about woodworking throughout the video, uh -huh. you know, um, because, you know, these are all been things thought of and like, just like, all right, you want to screw an inch and a half screw through this because that's the proper length screw because of this, you know? And Sick. so I just want to not only show them how to build it, but explain to them why and, and like that could be useful for other projects they take on maybe. And um. Yeah, I mean, you could, I, I could build a box in 30 minutes, you know, usually probably takes a customer maybe like an hour to two hours because they're watching the video and they're stopping and then they're pause play yeah. and then, you know, definitely have a flat work surface and that helps out a lot. But I mean, it's just stupid simple to where there's all pre-drilled holes. You, you can't really you mess have, it up. It has pre-drilled. Everything is pre-drilled, man. Like oh, you don't have to dude. use a drill bit or anything. You it's could literally just, use a hand screwdriver if you wanted you to go slow. Could. Yeah. 100% could, you know. Wow. Um, if you, Do you include the hardware too? Everything's included. What? All the screws, all the T-nuts, all the hinges, all the drawer slides everything's included man so i'm just trying to make it as simple as i can for people like i came out with like the plans so people can like download the plans saw that that was cool cut it on their own machinery or a friend's wood shop yeah. or their own hand saws and i just kept getting people like hey can you ship the kit so i started shipping kit i started shipping drawer boxes built already uh-huh and I, i'm not a packaging engineer they're so like they're getting, mexed, they're getting yeah. messed up uh ups like insurance like canceled me because i was i was putting so many um, claims claims in dude like i literally i was like oh i paid a hundred bucks for 10 systems but i got two grand back because they messed them all up you Shit. know and i'm just learning about that as well so everything when it's flat packed if, if it does like get a little messed up through ups like it doesn't hurt the system because it's corner this whatever. yeah i have i actually package it really well now with edge prote uh, cardboard edge protection all these plastic corners and everything so i haven't had one person in the last you know, eight months since I've been packaging them really well, have one problem. You know, I still insure everyone just in Sick. case, you know, and, but, um, yeah, I think it just seems like the, the, you know, the right way to go about it. I mean, I can't get to every single person's foreigner. Not every single person is in Southern California for me to build it and put it in their, in their truck. No. So, and it's time. It just makes it easy for everybody else. And I get literally 80 year old ladies, you know, like order it and like have no problem installing it. And I get, you know, 16 year old kids or whatever. Gosh. And it's just for all, all ages, you know, and, and it helps people, um, Sometimes they're like, oh, there's a fun project I'm going to do with my son, you know, next week it's a birthday present for him, you know. And, Sick, dude. And there's companies, don't get me wrong, there's companies doing what I'm doing, um, but they're, I don't know, they're they're obviously a little bit more, they're a lot more expensive, I should say. Like, like I've seen I've seen companies do vans, like, okay. like kits for vans that yeah. you can buy and that, you know, it's all kind yeah. of like, like notch, notch driven and mm -hmm. whatever, super expensive. But mm -hmm. the reason why I thought yours was dope is because like, it's it's meant for like specifically car camping. Yeah. Forerunners. Mm -hmm. Do you have a kit for a truck bed? So so right now I have on the website for sale. 
at the time of this podcast in October 2022, I have just, <laughs> just in case, because I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts and he says 20, the dates a lot. because oh, 2022. Yeah. Ah, that's good. October 13, 2022, because like, he'll say a lot of stuff and then like, he'll be like, say the date just in case people listen to it later or whatever. Yeah. But um, I have just the four owners. I do have a pre-sale on the Subaru Outback on there. I have a pre-sale of the Subaru Outback on my website. Uh-huh. Um, the fifth gen, it's called, 2015, 2019. I, I'm pretty sure it fits the newest generation. I'm just doing a couple more measurements. Okay. And then I'm uh, coming out with a Tacoma in the next month to six weeks. So hopefully, you That's know, gonna be a before Christmas, there'll be a Tacoma. So just like, there are people building what I build, but they're different. So for instance, there's a company called Goose Gear. And, and they make it's badass way, that's, stuff. It's way different, though. I mean, I it get is different. what you're saying. It's like, it, it's like a little bit more like they can move stuff around and modular, stuff. Modular in yeah. a way. But they all are off of this you know, plate you have to put down. And the plate is expensive in some yeah, vehicles, yeah. right? The plate in a Tacoma is almost as much as like a whole 400 kit or something. So I actually did the math. And like to build out a Tacoma um, with what my system is going to be, it's like nearly $6,000. If you were to go with another company. If you were to go to go Goose Gear, kit is $6,000 for a dual drawer system in a Tacoma. Yeah. My kit will be half that. Okay. So um, their kit, like, you know, there's pros and cons. Like my kit is lighter wood, you know. Can't wait to see it, dude. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I got a couple photos I'll show you. You, um, have, you already have all the, the CAD and all that yeah, stuff ready? Yeah, I have just a couple more tests and I want to get the the get the, the short bed as well so I can come out with both of those. And I'll cool. be all third gen Tacomas that'll fit, so. And who, who owns Solid Woodworks? Me, 100% me. <laughs> oh, you got the buttons. There we go. That's hilarious. No, that, yeah, I love man. it, man. Good job. I have not taken on any investment um, other than my dad let me use the shop in the beginning, but now I, yeah. you know, we we split the shop, and I'm actually looking for a bigger shop that, like ASAP. So stoked, dude. Yeah, it's going now, pretty well. Do you do you think your margins allow for any uh, retail? Hundred percent, dude. Why don't you have them in like GTFO? And it's a good question. Actually, I actually that guy reached out to me or, or maybe Kurt's a v, homie. V I think told me that he'll link us we never did or something but i guarantee no, that's 100 a uh, a market i'd love to get to i guess at the moment i've just spent i'm just spending so much time on getting to more vehicles versus like the distribution thing um but if it was local stuff that'd be super easy i actually was going to get into a toyota dealership out in irvine recently okay. uh, like six months ago but um i i don't know i've just got so much going on and stuff and yeah so and like depending if like that's what you needed to do to really grow the business yeah. and sure but yeah. i think for you it's like you're stoked web sales you kind of have your program dialed in and then now that you're going to launch sandy vans it kind of works hand in hand with solid woodworks but it's a, a demographic that solid doesn't necessarily cater to mm-hmm. not so anymore yeah because yeah van I, I remember v was telling me that van builds like custom van builds <sighs> they're a pain in the ass dude i was dude i was doing like I do, I would, every week I was doing uh, like a vehicle build, whether it was like a Jeep, a Forerunner, a Subaru. Every week I, would, you know, forty to eighty hour work week just to get that build done. And every once in a while I would take on a van, and that would be like four to six weeks, man. Damn. And you're working like a lot, you know, and you're making more money, right? But yeah. it's just so much more of a headache. So that's why all these short builds that took a week were like, okay, I'd rather do you know smaller bills takes less time you know i mean because it is kind of difficult the customers want different things you know and i came from the background of doing custom home remodels with my dad so i know exactly what it's like to work with the customer for six months straight and it's gnarly there's really tricky customers and really easy customers you know 100%, and dude. so now being mostly online based it's mostly just emails and stuff instead of like having a phone call or face-to-face and not that i don't you know I, it's just, I don't know, it's just so much easier for me to manage that versus, you know, we love clients. Stuff. We love clients. Yeah, and I want to make them happy, but it, yeah, it's just very hard to be a one-on-one all the time when uh-huh. I have so much things going on. So 
yeah, I think having, you know, this, this idea is, is a lot better. And um, Sandy bins, you can build, you can take your time, you guys have all your components, but then it's nice that you can sell it. You know what the price tag is when you're going to sell it and what you're going to be putting in, you know, it's yeah, not much customization. We are definitely getting, like, we have, you know, our, our guy, Alan, that is head of all that, um, all the sales and working with the customer directly on, you know, color options and stuff. And, and he is, um, yeah, great at that. And then we got our couple, you know, me and, and Evan and Steven that are doing the hands-on, like, you know, manufacturing, building, you know, quality I think I control met those and all guys. that. You met Alan and Evan at my shop one time. Yeah. Super smart. Yeah, they're super cool guys, man. It's yeah. like, I, as I said, I always wanted to build vans to sell, just build a van and sell it, mm -hmm. not for the customer, like just build it to sell and that customer can buy it if they want or not, or exactly. anybody can buy it, right? But to do it by myself, it was going to be really tricky and it was going to be a lot of work. So I'm stoked to get into it with these guys where I can, you know, I can still be super involved in it, but like, you know, I'm only part-time at the moment. So I, yeah. I can, you know, push, push other things off to them and, and, and having trust in them to do it the right way has been pretty, That's awesome. pretty hard for me to like let go of, but it's, it's also a good factor as well in business. You have yeah. to, you know, I think if you're going to be the guy to buy the van, take it to the dealership, build yeah. it all yourself then go ahead and do all the marketing web and then also find the customer. That's yeah. like, that's a gnarly undertaking. I have a lot, of, I know a lot of people who do that and yeah, they are just stressed and busy out of their minds, man. A lot and, of money and I up never front that. too, man. It is. Yeah. I to mean, unless you, van? yeah, unless you like, you know, like get a big loan on the van or yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot involved in it. So like the way you have Sandy Vans set up, it's, it, it, it's very easy to to grow and, and get vans done in, in four to six weeks so a good cust a good van you know nice. not full custom but we do have add-ons you could add a microwave you can add you know the shower you could add this and that so um that's what we're trying to do is just get it done you know a good luxury van like you know done quick you know yeah. and, and i mean a lot of people are 200 grand you know ours is about I think we have about, I think we have the two wheel drive, rear wheel drive, we call it basic build at about 115 right now. That includes everything. And fully built. And we do financing for the entire 115. No way. So you don't have to go get a loan for the van, bring it to us and then pay, you know, 50, 60 grand to build it. You can finance the whole 115,000. And then the four wheel drive is about 155 right now, I think. Yeah. Um, that's with the, the you know, four wheel drive, upgraded wheels and tires, roof rack, like all the bells and whistles. So it's, it's pretty good price point, you know? Sick, I mean, dude. Yeah, I, we're pretty I heard, excited. I thought Mercedes like, didn't they stop making production vans for a minute? They are stopping four-wheel drive, four drive vans. They're going to all-wheel drive that's a, next that's year. That's so, the beginning. Correct. So I actually, the new Sprinter I just bought is one of the last, I think, four-wheel drive 170 wheelbases they'll be sold in California. Oh, it's a 170? Yeah. Maybe it's a the big little boy. bigger. It's not the extended, but uh -huh. it's... It's an extra two feet than my transit, so yeah, and it's taller, right? So I can I'm gonna do the full bed lift and um, just for the trips I do, I want everything in the inside the van. You know, I don't want to have like dirt bike racks off the back and mountain bikes hanging off the whatever, you know, and longboards off the side ladder. And I just want everything inside, mm -hmm. and um, it's it's gonna be a lot of money and, and time to build it. But uh, once it's done, it'll be a amazing uh just rigged to have it's know? gonna be cool because it's it's a van done by you yeah with the sandy vans like kind of branding and ideology yeah, behind we'll have it quite so a few components from sandy vans in it you know yeah then yeah. you're stoked on that yeah. i do actually like when mo most of the stuff is like internal like i've been thinking about that with like the trucks lately especially with this market that we're in in the industry everyone wants to put like racks boxes all this shit on the outside yeah but man sometimes it just like it looks like just a lot going on, you know? Oh, it 100% looks like a lot going on. Um, more 
possibility of something getting stolen you yeah, know dude. or getting smashed off by a tree or, or whatever sideswiping a car or whatever yeah. and then just it, the elements get to it faster you know like yeah. we when we drove down to baja in february for a kite surfing trip i had my dirt bike in my van my buddy had his dirt bike on the front hitch of his van <laughs> dude that dirt bike when he got down to cabo looked like it was 10 years older damn because it was just bugs and dust and dirt and molasses from the roads they pave and and, and everything man i'm just like just yeah that, you just lost two thousand on the value of that bike by being outside for a month and a half you Crazy, know like yeah so that's just like also like everything i have i usually like to keep it pretty nice and clean and so the little Fort transit connect that, that thing fits a dirt bike in it really yeah i did that i just wanted to try it and it worked great dude. yeah i was pumped on that you have like straps and everything in there to get yeah it? you know how it's like the anything for more of like the commercial stuff the, comes with the little d-rings on the yeah. bottom super easy there you go you Pumped can actually yeah you can roll a dirt bike into our sandy vans because the we have the two bench seats and the the center divider removed so you can slide surfboards or anything but we uh -huh. actually have put dirt bikes in it and we're coming out with a dirt bike um attachment so like on the sides of the van we actually have l-track uh -huh. behind the um the bench seats and cabinets that's actually we always mount the cabinets and how the wall panels like stay in and everything uh -huh. and since I, me and, and the, our head cad designer is a, is a moto guy and then we have you know a couple of other guys like to mount bike like we're like all right let's get a just in case you want to put your bike or mount bike inside the van. Sick. So we're coming up with like a, a mounting system where like the bike will go, um, there'll be like a, a, a wheel stop in the floor kind yep. of, and then, and then we'll have the, the straps to the side. So, yeah. um, you know, you won't, I mean, you could sleep on a bench seat, I guess, if you wanted to, but like, you know, once you get there, you unload the bike. That's usually what you do when you go camping or something, you unload the bike, you sleep, whatever, have a campfire and stuff. Yeah. So we're trying to think of things like that, you know, but um, that's not like the, what the full van is about. Where a lot of the vans nowadays are like, you know, Swiss army knives, you know, which is also really cool. And that's how my van's going to be. Yeah. But like a lot of the, the our customers are not like that. They just want to go camp, right? Yeah. And they want to throw some surfboards or skis or whatever. We'll do a couple bike racks off the back, you know, and, um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So yeah, we have a couple of cool, really cool collabs. I can talk about some of them and can't talk about some of them. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it's pretty exciting when you have, you know, five, six people involved in a business, uh, you get things done a lot faster. Fast dude. Yeah. yeah. Efficiency is huge. It is and like what we talked about earlier. It's it'd be sick to just like you want to have full control, but sometimes it's like the worst thing you can do for the business is try to have control yeah, over everything. Yeah, I'm slowly learning that, man. I mean, yes and no. I mean, you could be like Apple and, and fire Steve Jobs and run the business in the ground and then need him back, yeah. or you could you know you could keep him on but just you know have more delegating, you know, and, and for sure. That's how I think both of the, I mean, SolidWorks will definitely have a couple of employees by next year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to get my own shop and my own machines and stuff. So the shop you're at now is, um, is that where you're running Sandy Vans builds out of too? No, we do bring Sandy Vans up to Huntington. We did in the beginning a lot, you know, before we got all the CAD files, we had to do all the templates and everything. And we had yeah. a lot more manufacturing going up here. But um, most of our, I mean, I'd say our business is located in uh, in San Diego. So, oh, sick. Um, Pretty much everybody but me lives in San Diego. Yeah. Um, all the all the uh, all our all builders, investors, and stuff, and and then we have a shop down there that we uh, um, we co we co run with a with another van building company uh, in Chula Vista. So okay. down there, and it's just the cheapest shop we could find in a quick notice. But um, yeah, yeah that's where it's ran, and we have a, we have a four thousand square foot shop down there. So we have a couple Massive. couple vans inside of there. Sick dude. Yeah, and that's been pretty awesome to uh, just meet a different different demographic of van builders and become friends with some guys down there and yeah we do manufacturing down there as well at some companies nearby and frick, san diego's got a lot of manufacturing as well like in el cajon and chula vista and you yeah. know industrial city and um that's been like one of the other really exciting parts of sandy bands is just 
meeting more businesses and, and, and manufacturing because like solid works like pretty much just me and my CNC guy. Yeah. The CNC shop I work with. And I obviously order a bunch of stuff off online, you know, like, you know, McMaster car and, and hardware stuff, but like the basics. Yeah. When you need to go get stuff welded and bent and changed and upholstered and all that, like you need more people, you know, yeah. and I th- cool. I love that. that. I think being able to meet different people, see how their businesses operate. Yeah. Also inspiring. Like I think going to different shops and seeing how like either immaculate they are yeah. and like, how automated it is it's like it's freaking rad to see especially automation dude like automation is so gnarly the other day one of uh one of our manufacturers posts a lot of like their their style of stuff and you know on instagram you start watching and it kind of tailors your feed more or less of course and i've just like fallen in the rabbit hole of automation and Mm -hmm. the other day i watched a full-blown mechanical arm welding yeah Tesla like, does that. What I know, but it was just yeah. like, but it was a smaller shop. So oh, not, wow. not like Tesla. They bought yeah. the machine, obviously, and had it dialed in. But just seeing that, I was like, dude, that just took away like three human welders. Yeah. And this thing is just acing every weld yeah. and just like doing the craziest shit. And I, I mean, I think automation, and there's so much like talks about that. That's like where everything is headed anyways. Like smarter learning making everything a lot more consistent and efficient but it's just it's kind of weird when you see it happening like right now but it, i mean i guess it's just the name of it's, the game well it's pretty funny because so i'm looking to buy a cnc machine i'm buying a cnc machine right now okay um that's you know cuts wood uh i could probably cut plastic and metal and stuff but it'll be mostly used for wood and it's just so funny like showing my dad the videos of these cnc machines <laughs> yeah because i mean he started in our garage with a you know a table saw that was three foot by three foot you know mm-hmm. and and then he moved from our garage you know when i was like i don't know 10 or 11 years old into a three thousand square foot shop damn from, you know 300 square foot to a three thousand square foot yeah and he bought a thirty thousand dollar table saw and i'm like my mom's like what the hell is this and he's like you know like you will not understand how much faster this will be and he went from doing one kitchen a month to one kitchen a week damn. you know so it paid that saw off in a year you know yeah, it's yeah. like it's just, you know, you could program that saw to like, all right, fence at this, you know, you know, you know the fence is going to stop at, at that increment perfectly every single time. Yeah. And and now my dad's like seeing what I'm doing with these CNCs and stuff and, and all this, you know, CAD files. And he's like, oh my God, like, this is crazy. But this is what big companies do. This is what huge home builders do. This is what yeah. Ikea does. This is just how you get, you know, quantity, you know, and, and, and but, it's and still it, quality. Like, yeah, I was going to say. You know, it's not, you know, it's not. I have gone over, I have not personally gone overseas, but I have talked to people in, um, you know, Mexico and overseas places to possibly get some of my stuff manufactured over there. Uh-huh. And, and I'll probably get the quant. I could get the quantity like close, but just the tariffs and everything is, it's not much different to do it in America, you know, yeah. and especially once I get my new machine and my new shop, it'll, it'll, I'll have the same prices and it, it'll, I'll be, I'm, my, I'm, I'm hoping to get the point of like, you know, I'm going to merge a couple things here, but like you look at the solid woodworks experience. Um, it's, it's an, it's like an Ikea kit, mm-hmm. but a solid woodworks drawer system with Amazon shipping. Yeah. That's what it'll be by the middle of next year. I hope so. Love it, dude. You, you go online and on Monday you order this drawer system. It gets to you by Wednesday or Thursday. And then boom, that weekend you're out camping with this drawer system. So sick. Pretty simple. I, I think that's, um, yeah. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to claim something to help your business move forward and you, you introduce that, which is the efficiency and, and like the customer experience is just elevated, then that's what I struggle with for sure. It's customer experience. You know, it's like we, I need, I need to give, I don't want to give myself too much leniency, you know, and like overdo it, 
but I don't want the customer to be like super bummed at the same time, yeah. you know? So it's a really fine line. But with you, it's like, if you can have a couple of them in stock and like you said, shipping super fast, you're yeah. stoked, dude. I, that's when all that whole word of mouth marketing comes in. Cause you're like, Oh dude, I got this thing, ordered it three days later, showed up, was out in Bishop on a fly fishing trip with, within the week of yeah. ordering it, you know? I think that'd be awesome. And I think, I mean, I'm pretty quick with shipping. I'd probably say like from the day of order to receiving the system is <coughs> probably within eight to 10 business days, you Damn. know, which is, which is decent. Sometimes I have them ready to go, but I'm still packaging every single one myself, you know, yep. and I so saw I'll package a couple, you know, a week and then I'll like let the, you know, I'll start shipping them out at the, on, a, on a Thursday or Friday, but it's just kind of tricky with all, I've had to run down to San Diego once a week usually and stuff. So it's just a little tricky, but once I get the new shop and the new machine, a couple, you know, a couple employees set up, it'll, it'll be pretty quick and easy, I think. And yeah. um, I think all the all ideas will start flowing and come out with a new vehicle every, every month or two is the plan. So yeah, I mean, hopefully by the end of the year, I'll have at least two or three more vehicles on the website. So okay. Guys, definitely stay tuned, and I think the Tacoma will be pretty awesome for people, for sure. Stoked on that. Okay, let's yeah. let's do a little segment. Um, underrated, overrated. Okay. You can just tell me if it's overrated or underrated, um, and we'll keep it keep it nice and Perfect. nice and light. Okay. Pavement rig meets. Pavement rig meets. Um, like with with no uh, distributors, like just the trucks. Yeah, people just showing up for the trucks. I think it's a little overrated. <laughs> I've never been a fit. I've, I don't know. I've never been to one, and I think it's so funny when I drive by like a uh, In and Out at fucking nine p.m. in Irvine, and there's a bunch of like Michi like Lancers <laughs> out there all rigged out. But hey, that's their gig, so I'm not gonna hate on them. But I I wouldn't see myself at one. Okay, all right, that's fair. Yeah. Um, the Van Expos. So the Van Expos are I. I think they're a little, maybe a little, it's, it's a little bit of both. Like they're overrated now because like there's so many van build companies, but yep. like three years ago, the first one I went to, so underrated. Which one was that? This Adventure Van Expo. That one I heard in, was in the shit back in the day. It was. So like the first one they ran, I met the owner. Uh -huh. um, I was like, dude, I'll be here next year at Solid Woodworks. And that's kind of when I slowly got out of the van builds. But like, uh -huh. it was cool because like there's nobody doing that. Like for instance, there was... You know, there's Overland Expo, which has been going on, I don't know, what, 10 or 15 years or something, you know, and, yep. and that's awesome, but there's nothing for vans, right? So yep. vans were merged into Overland and merged into RV dealerships. There was never specific. So whoever, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head. We have an email thread going, but he's he, he, he hit on something for yeah. sure, you know, and I was very surprised that at that first expo in Big Bear, I just went to that because that's right by our, right by here in Southern California. We have a cabin up there in Big Bear, but... I remember I met a guy there that was coming out with an Overland magazine. Uh, I don't know his name, but it was an Overland magazine. That's kind of cool. And I was like, that's sick. Yeah. You know, cause I don't know. I've always loved magazines. I have so many surfer and, and all I these magazines. I still world, have dude. them. I still, I get paper magazines, you know, every, like quarterly kind of fancy ones now, yeah. you know, they're super cool. Like a uh, Bahana. It's like a moto magazine. Okay. Uh, it used to oh, be. Oh yeah. Super modern. It used to be looking, Meta. Right. Meta. It used to be Meta, but they, <laughs> funny story that I kind of heard is like, Meta, when Facebook came out, Meta, they, they stole everything from this guy. For, like, cause, so he had an Instagram account called Meta. Uh-huh. They swooped it because they can. Yeah. Fuck. So then that this guy had to so rechange his whole brand to Vahana. V-H-A-V-A-H-N-A. Vahana. It's, it's a really cool moto magazine that's like really v -A specific. V-A-H-N-A, I want to say. Vahana. Moto magazine, I want to say. I think I saw it one time. Yeah, so I have them at my shop and stuff, and I think they're really cool. And a couple of my buddies are in them and stuff. So it's like just like real like 
you know, uh, artsy moto magazine. It's really like, rad. The, like you said, quarterly subscription. Kind quarterly, of 10 bucks every, I think it's maybe by month is every other month. Maybe oh, just Vana V A H N A. Yeah. Vana. Yeah. Sick. Okay. So it's super cool, man. But like, I think the over, if I'm what I remember the overland magazine was similar to that, a little bit more ads and shit, but yeah, I'd love to do an adventure, a van one too, a van yeah. magazine, you know, I mean, I still think magazines are pretty cool, you know? And, um, so I think it's so a long story to answer that question, but like, they're a little bit overrated now because there's so many van companies at them, and I'm sure it'll be like that this weekend yep. at the Venture Van Expo we're going to, but it's just it's kind of out, you know, expos are still a thing. and That's how they go. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't really know if I'll have or have solid woodworks. I don't think I need to be at an expo. I have sold kits and, and give some a little couple of discounts to some, you know, big uh, Instagram, like, kind of uh, influencers, and they've taken their kits to different expos, and they said they got, a, you know, I probably got some sales from that. But, um, yeah, I kind of like just, like, having the whole... I mean, honestly, it's funny, though, because how you're saying about like just word of mouth and that's pretty much all solid woodworks is at the moment for sure i don't do any i haven't paid for advertising Sick. ever and i'm scared to because i think i'll have so much sales i can't handle yet yeah and so that's why i'm hoping to get this whole new shop and cnc set up and when i do boom we're on to the marketing and we'll get this to yeah. the rest of north you know america and north america you know can I, I ship to canada and stuff a lot and yeah. so yeah and hawaii and everything so I haven't cool. even been to a van expo. I want to go. Yeah. But um, like when you go to the Overland Expo, there's some, like you said, there's so many van companies now that you kind of feel like you're at a van expo. They, it is cool to see though, like for sure, company to company, they are a little bit different. But my favorite part is like when you meet the owners, like yeah. if I were to meet you and see a Sandy van, I'd be stoked on it. Yeah. Because I've met some van companies, I'm like, dude, this fool probably doesn't camp at all. And he's just co totally capitalizing on this whole wave right now. Bad vibe, you know? But it's if, like, I would expect for you to be there because people would probably be stoked to meet you, hear the story, see the vans, see the quality. Um, because a lot of time, because of those expos, it's very personal. Like, you're meeting the people that are behind the product. That's why yeah. it is valuable. But, it, but then I, I think on that. the overrated aspect is because yeah. then you just get people that, like, oh, I mean, yeah, let's just start a van company. It seems like everyone's doing it. We'll just capitalize on it. It's so funny, man. Even in just Kooky. the last like three months, I've had four or five friends, friends of friends, uh -huh. message me like, hey, man, I'm thinking of starting a van company. <laughs> like, well, then why the fuck would I give you any information? Yeah. You know, like, give you like, it's like if someone, you know? <laughs> someone hit me up, hey, I've been thinking about making magnetic cup holders. I'm like, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And, and like, I got really bummed about that in the beginning of Solid Woodworks. Uh -huh. um, when I started, I literally found one dude that I came across his Instagram. He's making Overland stuff um, here. I want to say like an Irvine or some of that. And I was like, that's my design. Yeah. I like went through his Instagram, found his like personal Instagram, found his name, uh -huh. punched it into Shopify. Boom. He ordered my plans and now he's completely. Engineered it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. all right. Well, but I think but that's I, I got mad for a couple of days. And I was like, oh, whatever, man. Like he's, small potatoes you know yeah. but like the van, yeah the van stuff like it's people don't understand how much it, work it is to build a van company that's yeah. good i mean anybody can build one van from scratch in three months and sell it like honestly anybody could figure it out with yeah. enough youtube videos and tools but um i'm not as worried about it nowadays but um yeah like you're saying i think there's a lot of the same at some of these expos but like you're exactly like how you're saying too it's to meet the person one-on-one -on -one is is the, big, the biggest thing you know because I mean, I've been to those expos. And I've talked to people. Like, I remember I went and talked to Owl Vans at the expo, which is yeah. the biggest outfitter of vans like, they were ever. OG as hell, dude. Yeah, and they've been around for a while. And yeah. I went straight to them, and I said, hey, how come you don't make this tire swing 
for a Ford Transit. Uh-huh. And the guy just gave me the like most ridiculous response. Like, oh, there's just not a market for it. Yeah. I was like, there's more Ford Transit sold than Mercedes <laughs> Sprinters. She's like, well, the bull pattern on the back door is different. And the tr- f- Sprinter, whether it's a high roof or low roof, it's the same bolt pattern. I'm like, that's the stupidest excuse I've ever heard, man. Yeah, like, And then now, obviously, them. now they have rear door swings for transits Transit. because they're finally came around to it but like i understand we're only doing sprinters right now you could only start so small but it's like you should have an open mind like you know what we're actually thinking about that and and it'll come out soon you know so like instead of just like fully touching it down you know i'm like all right well i probably won't buy anything owl then (laughs) but okay let's go instagram reels uh the overrated underrated thing yeah um it's funny because i mean i'll get stuck on them for you know a couple you know 10, 15 minutes a day sometimes, but um, I'd say they're underrated for businesses nowadays. For sure, I'm glad you said that. People are, you know, just, I mean, if they're catching me, you know, then they must be catching a lot of other people, you know, and I only have a couple on my SolidWorks, but I definitely, I mean, once I get hopefully a little bit more time after delegating a little bit in the next couple of months, I'll, I'll have more time or get somebody in there to do some more of those, you know, once I get more vehicles, I'm, yep. I hate spamming with the same thing. So that's why I don't post a lot recently, yeah. you know, like yeah, I got yeah. a little, fun little phone holder I posted about and stuff. Thank but you. like, yeah, I got you a couple of them. You'll see them on the website. Uh, hopefully in the next couple of days, I'll, I'll post them up. But um, any pre-cut kit as well, we'll have a little cool little phone holder and stuff. But um, I see spamming the same thing, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, even just like I've seen you, like, you know, you have your rig caddy, but you don't post about it 24-7, right? Like Same you, fucking thing every Yeah, you got to mix time. it up, you yeah. know, and oh, hey, this is a new version or hey, like, um, you know, here's some cool shirts or hey, look at, you know, this who we're working with. You got to like mix it up, you know, and so I think that's, you know, um, I, I think that reels are underrated as long as you're not doing the same thing over and totally. over. Totally, or the same. Tr- I think the the issue, and I think why people hate them so many times, is that mm-hmm. people have zero creativity. Yeah. So it's whatever's trending, whatever audio is trending, whatever like little gimmick on a reel. That's when people fall in the trap. But it's like, dude, the creativity is endless. You can do some cool shit and reaches a ton more people. I think I'm glad you said underrated because I felt the same way for a business. Yeah, it's funny because like I feel like it's like almost like a vine like back in the day. <laughs> Dude, you know, remember like the Vine? Seven seconds, you know? Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, I think those were super fun. My bu- a couple of my buddies are really good at them and I was like kind of jealous and I, I couldn't get the hang of it but <laughs> I thought it was just, yeah, I, I kind of feel like that. Like some reels are real long and uh, and some are, are pretty, I mean, people are making a, like literally a living off of reels. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, Kudos to them, yeah, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, here we go. One wheels. Ha! <laughs> Oh, when my business partners hear this uh, podcast, dude, um, overrated. Thank God. Yes. I think there's, dude, have you ridden one? I, so it's so funny. All my business partners have them. <laughs> yeah. They're like Alan, Evan, and Steven and have the, have the one wheels uh-huh. and, and yeah, Evan's techie. So yeah, he's stoked on it. Alan, I think he just like loves like ripping it around the beach and stuff, you know, it's like, cause he lives in PB. So like Pacific, Pacific beach, uh, San Diego. So he could easily rip it down from his house, hit the billboard rock for a second, you know, yeah. check out what's going on and then like go home. And then Steve is just an accent sports guy. So I think it's just like, the, he loves the crashes on the one wheels more than you're riding <laughs> what it. I the think. Hell? He's a, he's a funny dude. So, <laughs> um, uh, but every, my, my business partners, every time I see him, like, Brian, how do you not have a one wheel? You have every freaking toy you could ever possibly imagine. Why do you not have a one wheel? I'm like, dude, I don't need it. I've got yeah. an e-bike and like, it's not a workout. And the e-bikes, you know, like sometimes not a workout if you're just on the throttle, but I always pedal it. Yeah. And, and I just, I just don't need it, man. Like, yeah. and they're dangerous too. You That's know? what I'm saying. I've, I've yeah. definitely, I haven't, I was trying to think I've ridden on the desert grass yeah. on some hills, but uh fortunately i haven't like boogered it super hard but close to it mm-hmm. and those things dude like you're pretty much just f- f- 
like at a high speed happens quick yeah it mm-hmm. happens very quick yeah but that's funny i'm i'm i'm, I'm fine that's funny that as soon as i said one wheel yeah. like totally caught you knew oh, exactly I, it's where funny because my buddies are so into them and like i mean it'd be cool if i guess i was like going to college and you you're easy to get to class and stuff or whatever and uh, I mean, there's definitely uses for them. I think they're amazing for some uses, but I I don't see myself really like, buying for one. For those reasons, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Shark, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Guinness. Guinness the beer. I hate it. Fuck. Yeah. I'm not a big... I, I don't like, like uh, thick beers. And it's funny that like when you asked if I wanted a beer before this podcast and I was like, I think I said like something about an IPA. I was like, I hope he doesn't bring out some like 8% thing. You know, like I will know if <laughs> I'll drink good, it. This good, right? No, this is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like I've Shout actually, I Coronado. go to Coronado Brewing actually in San Diego when I'm down there um, with the lady. I go down there sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is perfect. That's funny. Some people are like diehard Guinness. Like I like them warm. I like a good multi fuck. I'm like, oh, dude. I got one once. My buddy brought it over for a poker game once. Uh-huh. And it had the ball in it. Have you seen those? No. It's a Guinness has this ball in it that has i don't know what the ball does oh i have had a beer with the ball like a little inside the can yeah and i open it i took one step like what the shit there's a ball in here <laughs> and he's like oh yeah yeah that's for this is that i'm like this is the i'm never drinking i'm one good of yeah yeah pacifico yeah. i'm good Thanks, it's pretty dude. funny though like you know guinness is i don't know, i think it's scottish right or uh, definitely irish irish okay so out, i know it's out there in um in great britain so when i was in the uk I had been out there a couple times and we, uh, we went to this one bar and, um, my friend ordered this beer. I'm like, yeah, I'll have the same as his. I mean, get back to the table. I sit down, I take a sip of it and like, they're all conversating. I'm like, what's wrong with like, this, this beer's flat. Uh-huh. I'm like, huh. Walk back up to the bar without asking any of my friends. And I'm like, Hey, this beer's flat. It's like, yeah, that's how it comes. What beer was it? I don't have no idea. This Wasn't it again? Flat beer? Uh, yes. It's a actual brewed beer that is flat in this is in scotland damn I'm like what i'm like and i had to like just like unfortunately like just chug the not chug it but like drink, drink it, it. You're i don't like, want to like look it. like a bitch or anything so yeah. i was like <laughs> never worried that but what the so you just i don't know just guinness I, and flat beers man no yeah i'm definitely stoked uh as of late because yeah. i feel like you when you and i were probably either high school whatever college yeah. whatever it was all about like light beers and the IPAs and all that type yeah, of stuff was kind of like yeah. out there, not really like trendy, but just kind of IPA floating. wasn't quite a thing yet. Yeah, dude, now it's like microbreweries like Coronado, mm-hmm. and they they pump out good beer, and yeah. it's like cool that there's an appetite for different types of beers. Yeah, now. we're down. You know, we have four sons here in Huntington and stuff, and yeah, they, it's so funny because like my they've been business, around for a while too. They've been going good. I've been I went to their first little brewery they had. Now they have a couple tasting rooms, and they're in liquor stores and stuff. It's awesome to see. Like it's literally four sons and a, and a dad or whatever. But yeah, they um. It's funny because, like, when you go down to Mexico, like, Baja, like, has a couple little breweries in northern Baja and, like, you know, the TJ, like, you know, Ensenada, and I go do, like, little trips down there once in a while. But when you get down deep Baja, like, no, no such thing as an IPA. No. And um, as our, one of our business partners, like, he just loves IPAs, and we did that trip kite surfing down there. And, like, uh-huh. it was, like, uh, two weeks in the desert, and we got to this, like, little, like, town, and uh, the guy on the outside... I got there like 10, 15 minutes before him. I was on my rugged radio. I was like, I was like, hey, like, Alan, they got IPA. He's like, holy crap. And he's like, you hear the sprinter. Like, you hear him pedal the metal on the sprinter, the diesel, like, like revving. And I'm like, oh my God, he's on the way. Like, That's sick. It was really funny. So yeah. like, I mean, yeah, IPAs are, are uh, if you want to do the underrated over it, they're definitely underrated. Like, it's good to have a nice IPA. I'm down with an IPA. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's in moderation because they are heavier. Like you yeah. were saying, like. Dude, sometimes I remember when I first started drinking IPAs like a double, they were, they were just like, they're heavy beers, dude. And they yeah. sit on your palate really aggressively. Yeah, that five to six and a half percent is pretty, pretty good, I think. Okay, let's, we'll close it out with, let's see. I want to get a good one. 
We're already you, done. No, give me one. You just okay. Your turn. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. It. I'm gonna fire on you for a couple minutes. Okay. All right. So, I mean, actually, I don't know. But I mean, I know about you, but I don't know much about you, your background and everything, <laughs> okay. right? So, yeah, like, yeah. let's turn the podcast around. It. I'm gonna interview you for a second. So, um, like, how did you get into this whole Overland scene? Uh, kind of like solid woodwork style. Where yeah. we, I was just stoked. I had my little F-150. I had a OG F-150. Yeah. Uh, V8, and then I got the single cab. Yeah uh did the back you know just sleeping in the back of the shell but we didn't we didn't call it overlanding it was just what we did yeah and same. dude i remember uh back in the day like oh it'd be so cool if we had cup holders like i would go to ikea and buying like suction cup ones for showers all that shape they never work because suction cups are just not as strong yeah. and this is like when i first got the truck camping back in the day yeah. i was in college at long beach state at the time but always just had that um that aspiration for truck camping kind of a little bit of off-roading but not like super aggressive get lost in the desert for like 10 days kind of vibe that yeah, wasn't my yeah, style it was weekends it was just like you know go on a surf trip with the buds go to sequoia do the simple shit um so i was fortunate enough to just like organically do what i was doing and then it turned into this thing called overlanding yeah so i say similar for myself that's what well, i'm saying yeah. i feel like we were just both stoked the fact that we were doing what yeah. we enjoyed doing and then naturally it's like now there's this thing and rei is a part of it and now cabela's wants a part of it and everyone's trying to be like an overlanding brand but yeah i'm stoked that i never had to do like it does it's not called easy overlanding it's just easy supplies there's solid woodworks it's not like yeah. solid woodworks overlanding yeah. you know we were just always a part of it but not necessarily having to force our way into it we're just doing what we enjoyed fucking doing gotcha, surf trips yeah. with the boys nice and then it seems like you're like pretty good i mean just from what i see you know i talked about like pretty good with like the little bit of manufacturing or is that just all like how you're saying collabs or just like learn it by learning it by, you know, doing, you know, like trial yeah. and error or do you actually like have like a little bit of background in your family or something or. So your, your dad was a uh, cabinetry or uh, construction? He, he was actually a, he's a general contractor, but we had a cabinet shop. So he obviously got big cabinet job, a big uh, remodels, like a $200,000 house remodel, but like he always made the cabinets. Okay. So that's, there's a lot of money to be so made. So he was a GC. Correct. Yeah. So my dad is a GC. Okay. So. I used to do like for side cash when I was in high school, summers okay. on construction sites, yeah. but always just doing the grunt work because I never wanted to be, and I, I've, I, you can probably attest to this too. I never wanted to roll up to the campsite and be like, oh, that's so-and-so's son. And I'm just like moving materials, uh, clerical work, that type of shit. And I'm like, I'll dig the trenches. I want to yeah. plant the trees. I want to help out, clean up. Um, so I've always enjoyed that aspect. Grew up dirt biking. Mm -hmm. uh, had the trailers so we would build out the trailers on the weekends my dad and i had a shop nice. so that i remember when we did apparel like that's just what i thought i wanted to do as apparel but i always had that knack where it's like dude i want to i want to make something like physical like that solves a problem it's not just a lifestyle brand so fortunately this came to fruition and has worked out super well for us or for mm -hmm. myself uh but you, i knew f in the back of my mind something was going to come i always wanted to do something like that for the brand hmm but having having a dad as a contractor, like that entrepreneurial seed in the family, dude, I think it plays a really big part for a lot of us younger entrepreneurs, right? Well, hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be where I where I am without my without my family or my my dad having that background, right? And, yeah. Um, it's funny because like my grandpa, he wasn't like I mean, he's a handyman, but he's not he wasn't a contractor or anything, you know. Uh -huh. um, and I'm not sure how my dad like really got into it. I think it was more like a wood shop, like, you know, college, high school thing. And then like, he just kind of went from there and then him and his brother started business and they split up. He went, 
my uncle went more construction. My dad went more, you know, fine woodworking or yeah. more, you know, cabinetry and, and remodels. And, um, yeah, he just always loved the cabinetry part of it, which is awesome because, I mean, if you know how to build a cabinet, you can build quite a lot of things. And you become a J GC, you know every aspect of the, the, uh, the, 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 the remodel, you know. Yeah. And so I grew up, yeah, same thing, like knowing a little bit of drywall, a little bit of tile, a little bit of this and that. Not a, you know, not a master of one, but, you know, a master of many kind of thing. Or not yeah. a master, but, you know, like good at many things, you know, and um, which has been pretty awesome. I mean, and, and that was van building, man. Like, yeah. You, a van builder is not a woodworker, is not a plumber, is not an electrician. Like it's all these things at once, so it just worked out perfectly. Yeah. You know, you know um, a little bit electrical. Right? Yeah, exactly. And like honestly, like just like how you're saying, you had trailers and you know boats, so we always had 12 volt wiring. And then like some of my designs came from boats, and you know we had weekend warriors and RVs, yeah. and, like, the, the circular corners. <laughs> what a freaking you know, throwback, dude. Weekend, weekend warrior, warrior, man. Yeah, that's the best company, and we had yeah. many of those, and we'd always like change little things in them. You know, more yeah. cabinets here, solar panel there, and like. Um, so like yeah just all that design stuff and ideas came from that like pull out pantries and yep. stuff is actually literally in sandy vans we have a pull out wine cabinet pantry that is exactly from a weekend warrior that we i had as a child like the it, same dude. design you know it's just yeah. like you have this six inch wide space that's 24 inches deep like what else can you do with that totally. you know so it's like just and to me is you know just makes sense but yeah. to my business partner it's like holy shit that is crazy i'm like we grew that's up just, with that's it. just how it was you yeah. know that's just what you remember right same with boats and everything and yep. and whatnot so um i remember the i remember like it sticks me to this day like the first time i ever drilled into steel uh -huh. my dad's like you got to use this type of drill bit you got to put the drill motor on setting on speed one you got to use wd-40 or some sort of lubricant like all the time and like you're drilling through a quarter inch steel you're like this is taking forever dad this is stupid you know but like that's just how it is yeah you know? yeah like, you know, we didn't have a laser guy or whatever back then, you know, at that time. But like, yeah, it's crazy. So like, that's, yeah, where it comes from. So I it's, wish, it's pretty cool. I didn't know you had that background. With I your wish I had stuff. more of like your skill sets though. Cause I, I definitely get envious when I see people like you or V that are just like, you have this mindset and you have the creativity and you guys can like make it with your hands. Like I, I can't, I don't know any electrical work. Uh, I can do some woodworking, but not to the level of you guys at all, you know? So I feel like I'm definitely more on the creative side than yeah. craftsman side. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm jealous of some of that because like I took all these graphic design classes, uh -huh. but I was never a, an artsy guy. Uh -huh. It's more the process of the graphic design and like I'd have to import things to trace. Like I never could just sit down. Like that's why I was showing you these, these renderings of these new t-shirts. Like I'm paying somebody to, to draw oh, this. Yeah. I never had, I, I was never like, when I had a screen printing business, I was always like the I built, I literally built emulsion tables and I built all these things, but like I was not the artist of the screen printing company. Like my it, buddy okay. helped me do sketches and come up with designs and I can tweak them and find out what I want. But like, I was never like the artist guy in, yeah, in the art part department. I was more of like the hands-on like square edges and stuff, you know? So it's a little different, right? Dude, my pops had a, he was cleaning out his warehouse. This is recently. Yeah. And uh, he brought this, this like binder he found laying in the shop and I, he had sketches that I did when I was in elementary when we would do the trailers together. Yeah. And I found, I remember vividly, I'm like, ah, I never remember what I did with the sketch. And I, he had it saved. It was the sickest idea that I had. Trash, obviously, drawing. I was like with number two pencil uh -huh. as a kid. For moto boots. Uh-huh. So you would, and you know, I don't know if there's anything. They probably is something out there now. Because when you would uh, hose out the trailer or blow it out, mm -hmm. the boots are, and everything just on the floor. Yeah. So it's how to elevate it so it's easier to clean out. Sure. So it's a prong that you can yeah. put the boots and then they would like clip, clip, clip. And then they would sit the boots up so uh -huh. that 
You know how if you ever rinsed out your boots, yeah. they're, they're wet in the inside? Correct, yeah. So instead of having them sit like hanging, you yeah. have them upside down. Yeah. And I found that he found the fucking drawing. I was so pumped. Wow. And I was like, dude, I've been doing trailer like yeah. sketch. Yeah, I don't know. That's funny because like I, I did actually see a, a little reel uh-huh. of somebody like washed off their motor boots the other day and it was just like two pieces of PVC pipes and the boots are upside down on them. Yes. Right? So it's like not like a, you know, not it's like your idea, but it's like, you know, it's just a home built I mean, one. I don't know you could easily make one. Yeah, exactly. But I'm sure you could easily manufacture that, you know, yeah. kind of thing. But um, yeah, it's pretty funny how something that simple like is, is you know, sometimes those things aren't out there, you know, no. and I mean, that's where you make millions is when you get something that <laughs> simple, you know, and you just corner the market or whatever. But yeah. um, that's pretty funny. I have, I've had a lot of those ideas and I haven't gone through with every single one yet, but uh, um, that's just us, they're so. in there, you know? Yeah, yeah, we have, how many ideas we probably pop in our head daily? You I, know? Yeah, I talk to my girlfriend about it all the time. And sometimes <laughs> she's like, that's actually pretty good. And I'm like, no. That's trash. That's dumb. Did you smoke a joint before this? Like, that's not a good idea. Well, oh, man. Fun. Okay, well, uh, when's the next, so you have the trip this weekend? And then any trips for Max? Any big trips after that? I've always got things in my head, man. But yeah, so this weekend we're heading to Big Bear uh, Van Expo. You, Last the booth? season, as far as I understand. What's the booth? Not sure. I don't know if there's a booth number or anything, but uh, we'll have a big flag. So you'll, okay. see, you'll see it. We have a big pop-up tent and stuff. So I'm pretty sure you walk in the front, you just go out back to the right. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know if they have booth numbers. I just saw a drawing and it said our name on this spot, but... Uh, I'll try and, to get the episode out tomorrow. Oh, that'd that be way. cool. And then you can probably listen on the way up to. Oh, that'd be uh, sick, trip, man. Yeah. yeah. And my, uh, my uh, voice partner would love to hear it. They love, like, it's kind of cool because, like, me and then our buddy Steven, um, like, we both had a following before we came into this business. So, like, we were able to, like, kind of grow a little bit of the business, you know, where our other buddies, like, had their own jobs, but they're not in the van speed or the van, uh, the van space, I should say. Yeah. Um, so it's been pretty cool. But um, yeah, so we got the van expo this weekend. Um, we actually did an expo back in Oregon, but it was kind of different because it was Pacific Northwest. So it was like not our clientele in San Diego. Yep. Um, we did just sell a van up in like Washington area. So maybe that helped out a little bit, but um, we got that one. And then we'll be like uh, actually partnering with a company called Routeline. Routeline. Routeline, dude. It's okay. pretty cool. So, Sounds like a cool name. Let's see the easiest way to explain this. We're super excited about this. So we... Um, Routeline is a company that is subscription-based rentals. Subscription? So, for instance, it's like a gym subscription for vans. Whoa. So, you have different tiers, I believe, Okay. Um, per month. So, okay. say you spend, you know, 400 to 1,000 a month or whatever it is, and that, that, that gives you access to vans in your area. Sick. Um, so they're, they're, uh, they're coming out with some Southern California places and, and we're going to help them with, with some of that. I'm so, going to partner um, with them. Yeah. So we'll, That's we'll, smart. we'll be able to, to, you know, get some of our vans, um, on, uh, out to like, you know, you have to get like, you know, a certain number, number of members in a certain area. So we'll have an awesome opening ceremony for that, or, you know, a starting ceremony for that collab sometime in the next couple of months. I'll Sick. hopefully try to get across to you and post about it or something. And then, um, yeah, I'm actually going out to Nicaragua. Uh, That's what I was hoping for. I was like waiting a, for yeah. this drop. <laughs> yeah, in a month uh, for about a week and a half to get the barrel down there. I've, yeah. I just haven't done too many surfing trips recently. And I'm, I've, I literally spent four or five years surfing the world, man. Like went to, you know, I spent a couple years in Australia and Fiji, Sri Lanka, Japan. I drove all the way through Central America to Panama. I've, I've surfed a lot of places. And like now in the last couple of years, like 
I still love to surf, but other things have taken over. Like I'm yeah. excited about business and kite surfing and some other things, but like, I still just love to surf and this will be a hardcore, you know, guys surf trip for like a week and a half, just getting Sick, barreled dude. into Nicaragua. So that'd be really fun. That's um, like prime season, right? Like if you're going to be going like a little November. later, I'd say like Central America is loves the South swells from, you know, the old June to September, October, but okay. like November, they will still be South swells and there's always like offshore winds down in Nicaragua. Sick. So, uh, we should, we should, it'll be less crowds. So that'd be pretty cool. That's um, fun. and then yeah, nothing too crazy. We, we go to, um, Baja every year in February for, with my kite surfing buddies, uh, that, that are part of this Sandy Vans business as well. So we'll be doing another, maybe the Sprinter will be kind of built out by then. So we'll get sick. to do down that and Baja is always a good time. And I've driven down Baja in the last five years, maybe four or five times, you know, okay. twice this year. So that's been pretty awesome. And, uh, you need to I get just, like your itinerary, dude. I want to, I, I've you been, need to get that. Yeah. I've been dude. wanting to do a Baja trip for a minute. Well, now. we're going to, I think I'm going to leave early on okay. that trip with my dad and some friends and maybe do some single track moto. Whoa. If you're interested in that, I, I got, I last this year I've gotten onto a couple spots down there that are really sick. Wow. Um, that I, I'm not really going to say on, on, on <laughs> here because I don't think anybody wants that blown up, but, um, uh, and they're really hard to find, man. So like, I'm honestly like, I'm literally just finding them. I'm not like you're frost. trying to find people, you know, that are, I'm not trying to like name drop people and stuff. I just literally go out ride and Baja and find stuff, man. It's amazing. Your pops ride still? He does, man. Dude, my dad still rides dirt bikes. He was up in Big Bear last weekend ripping around. He rode from Bear to Arrowhead and back. Um, so bummed. And then he surfs a couple times a week. He mountain bikes. Last night he went on a mountain bike ride. Damn. Like he's, yeah, both my parents are pretty strong. My mom just, my mom just booked a trip to go to freaking um, Peru to hike like Machu Picchu and the Inca Trail and stuff, man. What? Dude, my mom came over to my house yesterday or no, when was that? On Sunday. Uh-huh. And she does this all the time. She's like, it's like, oh, like I just want to. I had some friends from Australia visiting. Like, oh, I just want to say bye, blah blah. I'm like, oh, what did you do this morning, mom? It's like, it's like 11 a.m. Uh -huh. It's like, oh, I took like a seven mile hike in uh in uh Crystal Cove or you know up in uh, yeah the, the little national park, the little park there. Um, and I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I was like 2,800 feet of climbing. I'm like, savage on a Sunday morning. I like so casual. <laughs> yeah. So my with my and my sister as well. She's done a bunch of professional or a bunch of a uh, competition surfing and traveling the world doing that and stuff. Damn. So it's pretty funny. Yeah. My whole family's kind of uh, all into the action sports and, and fit and everything. So it's, it's awesome. Like I still go snowboard with my parents and yeah. mountain biking with my family and, and my mom doesn't really dirt bike, but we go out to the desert still and stuff Love and, that, um, man. and surf trips and stuff. So yeah, it's, that's been pretty cool. So I always, you know, our, our holidays, you know, consist of going out to the desert, up to the mountains and stuff. It's been pretty good. And, <laughs> Uh, yeah, not too many other crazy trips planned, like, you know, in solid right now, but, um, I got the icon pass. Yep. So I'm definitely stoked to get out there. I, um, we obviously go to big bear bunch because we have the cabin there, but, um, I definitely want to get out to a couple more mountains this year. Last year, I got to get a pretty good session in mammoth and Tahoe, uh -huh. but I definitely want to get back to Jackson hole. Okay. I went there like four or five years ago and it was Epic. unreal, man. I, bet, I don't know if you snowboard, but not really, but. It definitely yeah. keeps you going too, because you're always inspired. Like if you're gonna do, go snowboarding and yeah. doing all that stuff, and you're coming out with that new box for the back yeah. of the van, all yeah. that stuff, it just feeds into the lifestyle. It doesn't come off like we were talking about those guys at like expos, like kind of kooky. It's like, yeah, nah, I live it, I do it, yeah. you know, I can appreciate it. Yeah, and I feel like me and and um, and um, our business partner Stephen. Stephen stole Pete. Like we're both like that, you know. Like we don't want to. Like since we already had the reputation before the company, we don't want to come off like that either. You know, yeah. it's like when we build something, we always like, man, like how we like our, you know, we'll come up with this design. Like no, nah, like that is a bit kooky, man. We need to like refine this, and it needs to look a little different. So I think it's, it's 
really good to have in a business, you know, to like not just do what everybody else is doing, but just to change it up to yeah. where like what you think will actually work, you know? Yeah. And, and we do these van build, we do the, we build these vans, we like drive them down to Baja, to Cabo and back. And if a van can make it to Cabo and back, man, comfortably on the, on the trips that we like on the, like we go three hours down a dirt road to, to get to a kite spot, you know, like if it makes it back and like not everything's falling apart in the van, like you're stoked. Dude, you're, I mean, we, we hope some things fall apart so we know what to change, but yeah. like, that's the ultimate test. Like Baja yeah. is the ultimate test for anything. Like whether it's off-road racing or, or, or you know, or overlanding or, or, or you know, testing like any sort of vehicles. You know, yeah. like, that's why you know Ford goes down there with the Broncos and stuff. And yeah. like that's, you know, it, it's a great test for that. And it's only two hours from us. You know, literally, so it's, dude. It's I think perfect. from all of it, yeah. from like rust testing because it's so much salt water in the yeah. air. And I mean, all of it. Um, okay, I'm stoked that I'm not only stoked that we finally got together and yeah. hear more of your story because I I didn't again we haven't really talked about background all that stuff so it's, it's really good to do that and again if you're listening brian solid at solid woodworks with yep. an x at the end there you go and then at sandy vans at sandy vans i think official at the end of it i think somebody Damn, somebody somebody hopped official. on us somehow somebody hopped on us uh or some other hand van company i don't yeah. know i is i think it's literally like an instagram with a, no photos or anything <laughs> i it's hate unfo- that dude unfortunate, you know <laughs> um it was pretty funny actually though we bought the website from somebody in San Diego. Whoa. They had a sandyvans.com and we bought it off of them. Random. And they were going to start a van company or something or a rental. I don't know, but they never did. So we actually like traded like product for like the, the, the domain, you know, whatever is pretty cool. That's but hooked up. Yeah. So I mean, Solid Woodworks, that's where all my pre-cut kits are for my own, you know, business. Um, and Sandy Vans out. Official. Yeah. And then we got Sandy Vans Official for all the, all the uh, van stuff. We got roof racks and ladders for sale on there. We have pre-cut wall panel kits and stuff. And then, yeah vans for for uh for build and, and some for rent and whatever uh yeah yeah or just reach out through email if you have any other little questions or any ideas man we're always open to it so Pumped, dude uh if we do the next overland swap i definitely want you to just if it, i know if I've time permits that last one you know and then last you just one had one in colorado or something that yeah, was so sick that shop did you go no i don't go to those okay but it, that guy's homie super big oh, cool. supporter of easy yeah. uh, mike over at spirit of 1876 castle rock it's just a rad shop out there okay um and he wanted to do one i'm like dude here just like we'll make it so promote it pr- yeah. promote it put the easy name on there people already know what the swap kind of entails yeah and uh just have fun with it yeah no i'd love to definitely get back to one of those yeah the one at ivs was super fun and um and I definitely actually connected with. I, I get a bunch of keychains made from that cars and keys guy. That like, guy's that guy a homie, so huh? cool, man. Yeah. yeah, I I can't hot hot Hachi or I, don't I can't know, remember dude. how to say his name, but uh, I mean I'm texting with him every couple of weeks to get more keychains for because all of our vans is pretty funny. Uh, but the last little plug, all of our vans are in different names. So we have, you know, we got like uh, Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> we've got Vaniel Craig, we've got uh, G, uh, Hugh Jack Van, That's we've got a. Uh, um, what was one of the last one? Uh, let me pull it up because these are hilarious and it's just like easy for us to like actually put them towards like uh, um, when we're like expensing the vans. Like, oh, hey, that went to this van or that went to, you know. Um, you guys so, will like, call it like, oh, van number three or license Exactly. It's nine. so much easier, you know. So here we go. Here's our last one that I ordered. We got Natalie Port Van. Ooh. Uh, Gordon Vanzi. <laughs> I want Gordon. Um, Vanny DeVito. <laughs> Vanit Jackson, <laughs> damn Ariana Vande, and we just go on, man. Peyton Vanning, like it's just us, just on our business calls. Uh, like, all right, who got the best van name this week? It's pretty funny. So. I love it. Well, yeah. thank you again, dude. Pumped, and I uh, hope people are stoked to learn more about your business. Yeah, cheers for the podcast, man. It's been awesome. Like we've been talking about it for a while, and yeah, stoked on what you're doing, and uh, hopefully we can uh, 
collab on something soon just i might have get, to buy that transit off of you dude well it'll be for sale in a little bit and if you buy it and post it about a little then we'll see, see you know huh? i have to throw some swag into it or something <laughs> all right homie i'll talk to you in a bit all right cheers later Load the truck and hit the road our land is our